Hello and welcome to the Feedback Force podcast, the game design analysis podcast of the End Defender community. We're back again, and I'm Kelso. I'm Kyla. And I'm Carl. And we, we just are... can't seem to do a, an episode in two weeks anymore, <laughs> can we? Uh, no. It's it's fine. Listen, this yeah. is a hobby. You're getting this for it free. It is a hobby. Yeah, it's um... true. Yeah. And this Listen, one was our, this is this is fault. the yeah Again. the irregular the irregular schedule is the price you pay for us not bugging you to sign up for a Patreon or buy uh mattresses or whatever every or yeah like <laughs> mattresses or an Audible subscription or um God what are underwear. some other yeah underwear or like uh, I'm trying to think of like what some of the more annoying those like meal pack ones oh that... yeah. Yeah, no. There's the I feel like the ones I always see on um all my YouTube videos are for like um Curiosity Stream and Nebula or yeah. like Brilliant or whatever the you know, like they're all they're all like educational video stuff or website making stuff. Which like, okay, those are that's fine, but <laughs> Hey look, here's a here's a fun tip that they'll never tell you on any other podcast. Uh, then this is just my opinion, but man, Squarespace kind of fucking blows. I've tried to use Squarespace to design a couple of websites just like, you know, for, for family who need websites. And I'm like, man, Squarespace just, I don't like it. <laughs> so, uh, not, not going to be a sponsor ever is Squarespace. And yeah. That's fine. Well, in as much as we would ever have sponsors. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, listen. I learned HTML when I was 13, and you can too. It's not yeah. that hard. And yeah, then just it's... make your own. Like, it's not, it's not that hard to make a website. Yeah, it's, you, you learn HTML when you're, like, a, a young teen or tween, and then, like, later on in the MySpace days, you learn CSS, uh, mm -hmm. and that's all you need. Yeah, you get some, uh, you copy-paste some JavaScript code off of a website that, like, provides it for you. Mm -hmm. uh, and paste it into your code, and then, yeah, you're good. Yeah. That's literally all you need to become a, a professional web designer. <laughs> or at least to make your own personal site that's better than a Squarespace site. Yeah. So shit when it comes to web dev stuff. I'm like, I'm like currently working on developing a course for teaching web dev at my actual job. And, oh. uh, Man, the internet has changed a lot from when I was wee. Um, yeah, it, it was, really has. It was, so, it was so simple to make a web page in the 90s, and now it's just like, there's like 40 ways to do any single task that you want to do. It's like, well, why? What, which one is quote-unquote correct? And they're like, I don't know, it depends on who you ask and what you're doing. Yeah. It's like, great. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, this is going to be a real fun one to teach. Yeah. Here's all these things. Pick the one you like. Um, yeah, look, back in my day, you went on GeoCities if you wanted to make a Sailor Moon fan page, <laughs> and you uh, stole all of your images from another web page because you didn't know how that shit worked. <laughs> and um, it worked out just fine. Yep. To be fair, that's still how it works. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, no, if, uh, if you want to learn... Um... If you want to do web stuff, learn how to use Grid, uh, which is like a CSS thing for layouts, basically. Um, 
which is basically like how we used to lay out web pages using tables in HTML, but it's like mm. better and more flexible. So learn grid, um, and then take like a an intro JavaScript course on YouTube that's free, and you're good. <laughs> that's yeah. that's my advice. Yeah, that sounds like good advice. Um, I hope I never have to make another website for myself ever again. <laughs> I need to I need to update mine. I have like a portfolio website that uh, I haven't updated in like a decade or so. And so yeah. yeah, I haven't updated my portfolio website since I made my portfolio website for like my graduation portfolio class. Uh, yeah, it's fine. It's okay. I'm not really I'm not really doing that right now, so I, I feel like it's okay if my portfolio is not up to date. I'm not looking for a job. So, yeah, you know, yeah, I should probably update mine just because if I'm ever in a position where I need to advertise like, hey, I taught people how to do web dev, it'll look bad if I have a shitty website. Yeah, yeah, that's probably fair. Oh, dang. You, they they the trapped best, you into making a new website. Have, <laughs> all the best people have shitty sites. Yeah, maybe that's true. I mean, probably it's not, but maybe it is. I don't know. It's comforting to think. Um, so how y'all been? I'm Any? tired. <laughs> I'm sleepy. I was up late too late last night with uh the boyfriend's family for his dad's birthday celebration. Um, blessedly not hungover. I had the foresight to switch to water and Gatorade for the last several hours of the night, but I still stayed up until three in the morning, which is way past my bedtime. Yeah, that's, that's the thing about being an adult, is you kind of have to enforce bedtime. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, no, we... like you have to enforce it more you want to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it gets late and you're like, you know what? I'm sleepy. I'm just gonna sleep. Um, why we had, uh, yesterday was Huck's 40th birthday so like big fancy number mm -hmm. um so we decided we wanted to do like some have a cool party right uh so we went paintballing oh ooh, that's exciting um, yeah so i am uh i can barely lift my right arm um and uh, it's funny because i have like uh like a bunch of like welts and bruises from paintballs and stuff but the the part that like actually sticks with me the next day is that like the gun was really heavy and carrying like mostly the air canister on the end was really mm. heavy <laughs> and carrying wow. something heavy around like running around for two hours like hurts your arm <laughs> look think about it this way you would probably be much more tired and sore if you had never finished Ring Fit Adventure. That's true. That so. is probably true, actually. Um, yeah. it, I, I was less, uh, like, utterly winded at the end of two hours than I think a lot of other people were. Although I will admit that, like, in the last uh, session that we had of the day, I couldn't see shit because my, like, my glasses and uh, mask and stuff were just entirely full of sweat. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was just like it's like this is a soup. I cannot tell what I am shooting at. Yeah, that's that's the exact condition that you want someone in when they have a gun. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a paintball gun. It's yeah, not going to do that gun. much damage, but just in general. 
Yeah, no, fair. Um, I was trying to tell where where other people on the field were based on like the incoming angle of shots because I could not see far enough in the distance to just see them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have to go into like um, like Daredevil, relying entirely on on audio cues and your yep. hearing to to triangulate the position. Yeah, so I had uh, it was fun. I. I was changing out of like my paint covered clothes yesterday and I found a, a paintball somehow in my bra, like just smashed against my boob and I'm like, How did you get there? I wasn't like I wasn't wearing a low cut shirt or anything. Like what the hell? That's funny. <laughs> saving it for later. Yeah. yeah. Keep it safe. Yep, I, I did actually end up saving one for later because I was putting my stuff in the laundry today and found another paintball in my pocket. That was partially exploded. I'm like, that one at least makes a little more sense how it might have ended up there. But Yeah. I wonder what happens if you put paintballs in the washing. Well, apparently the paint they use is soap-based to help make it washable. So probably it just washes your clothes. Yeah, it makes sense. Huh. Um, yeah, I guess that makes sense. But it was fun. You know, we, we had a two-hour session. We used the lower-caliber bullets for children's parties. So uh, they're, nice. like, slightly less accurate, but they're smaller, so they don't, you know, hurt quite as much. Although, yeah. I, some of those hurt pretty. Bad. I wouldn't want to get boo-boos if I'm yeah. running around playing make-believe guns. Yep. <laughs> That's my laser tag. Yeah. But, uh, um, yeah, no, but, you know, I think everybody had a good time. <laughs> and uh, I was not very effective. And, I like, I don't know if I would do it again, but I enjoyed myself, so. Yeah. I've never, yeah, I've never, um, I've never gone paintballing. It's one of those things, like, yeah, I'll do it once. I don't think it'll be my bag, but. Uh, it's it'll probably be a good thing to do once. Yeah, we did a we did a couple different game types. We had a few like team death matches. Um, we tried we did some capture the flag, which was a lot of fun. Uh, we tried once each just for the sake of trying it. Um, there's one game mode called um, uh, Terminator where it's everybody against one person, but that one person can only be gotten out if they're shot in, like, exactly the right spot. Uh. Um, and so Huck was the Terminator, and his, like, it's like right over the heart was the weak spot. Um, and uh, we did get him out. Uh, we were told by the ref that most Terminator matches end in the Terminator just, like, giving up and calling it because it sucks to be shot by everyone. <laughs> yeah, that makes that makes a whole lot of sense. Um, um we also did one called uh Protect the President where uh one person has a briefcase instead of a gun which they can use to like defend themselves and they have to get across the map and they get like two or three people who are their bodyguards uh and everybody else is like the assassins trying to kill them. And love the this. Bodyguards Bodyguards can only be killed by vital hits, which is, like, mask or front torso or back torso. Um, but the assassins can be killed being hit anywhere. 
Um, and yeah, so Huck also got to be the president and like carry around the briefcase. Uh, oh, and cool. uh, yeah, that was that also ended pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I guess you know um, exactly what kind of jobs you're not cut out for now. You you can you can eliminate uh, assassin and or presidential bodyguard um, from the list. Yeah, so we were deciding bodyguards, and the Huck's like, Kyla, you should be my bodyguard. I'm like, I am a terrible shot. You do not want me protecting you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he did end up taking, like, the people who were, like, the three best shots uh, from what we'd played so far, but it did not help that much. It's yeah. just hard when you're that outnumbered. I mean, we, yeah, we exactly. went with, like, 12 people total, so, you know, it was, like, four versus eight, so. Yeah. Yeah, not great odds. Um, what what a gauntlet that would be if that was like a real assassination attempt. Just in in politics in general, like there are eight assassins <laughs> hidden around here, and they're all gunning for the president. Mm -hmm. um, that would be, I guess, I that's, mean, that's like a less a less fun thing to to consider uh, right now, considering. Yeah, the that's kind of how uh, state of the world, but isn't that kind of how World War One started? Wasn't the whole thing with, like, the murder of Franz Ferdinand that there were, like, a whole bunch of assassins? There was, like, a group of assassins, and they each tried to do, like, to, to do their thing differently, and they all f fucked it up in, like, hilarious different ways. Yeah, just and one guy like errors. Yeah, one guy, like, gave up and went home and then saw the carriage, like, on the way back and just took the opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, that does sound right now that you mention yeah. it. Um um, I remember reading it and thinking, like, this definitely sounds like, um, like a, a um, something that was interfered with by a bunch of time travelers trying to undo each other's shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Or like some some kind of like Buster Keaton slapstick sort of. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, the president who would not die, I guess. The Archduke who would not die. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's my kind of, like, recent fun thing. Nice. And Carl, what have you been up to? Nothing. Yeah, I've played Elden Ring. That's what oh, I've yeah. done. How <laughs> oh, you like it? I really like it. I mean, it's... I'm not much for open-world games, but I'm very much for From Software games. Yeah. Do you know. Yeah, no, I'm I'm I it definitely sounds like a game that if you like from soft games, it's real good for you. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking about it, but I'm not going to get it. I'll probably get it like on sale or something if I eventually. That's my plan. Yeah. I've already I... bought it and he hasn't played too much of it, but he said it's really good, so. It looks, like I said, it looks, like, really good if that's your sort of jam. I don't think it's my sort of jam, so I probably will not end up getting it, but... I mean, there but is already a mod people. that um, turns off uh, enemy AI in photo mode, so you can just kind of wander around and hang out and be effectively invisible to all the enemies on the map, which, that sounds like a fun way to just kind of explore around. Yeah, that does sound cool. That's I know that's, like not in the spirit of FromSoft, but I don't yeah. care. I don't care. Yeah. I want to look Let's at the world. Let's you, yeah, see the cool stuff that they've made. 
Mm-hmm. They, um, they had some cool like art direction. Yeah, it seems like they like that group is well known for like yeah impeccable art direction and apparently very good level design. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And like uh you know combat design for like the specific boss encounters. So I probably like should play a FromSoft game just as a you know as a game designer to get a better sense of like what their whole deal is since it's so popular. But I don't know. Got a lot of things to play. Yeah, I know. I have heard from a lot of people that if you bounced off Dark Souls, you'd probably fare better playing Bloodborne. Um, a lot of people who bounced off Dark Souls, and I—I I mean, I would say a lot of people who probably bounced off Dark Souls didn't play Demon Souls, but maybe that's not true. But what I've heard is that if you bounced off Dark Souls, they, you might enjoy um, Bloodborne more. I—if I was gonna try one, it would probably be Sekiro. I think. Sekiro, I have been told, is, like, the hardest, which is disappointing <laughs> because it is the coolest looking one, and it yeah. has, like, a lot of just really incredible design. And, it does um, seem I, like I, it's... <clears throat> it does seem like it probably has the most fun movement. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, like, willing to put up with, like, having to do a boss fight over and over and over again to get good at it if I can, like, enjoy moving around the world and exploring. Um, yeah. So I, I'm trying to remember because I haven't played Sekiro, but I've watched a couple playthroughs of it just like as background, mm-hmm. background video. And I want to say that like the the slog to get back to the boss is not as bad as it is in in some of the earlier games, but it mm-hmm. still is. It's not probably the, as good as Elden Ring, where you can just start right at the boss. Um, yeah, yeah that is a good point. Has a lot of really just incredible set pieces. Um so yeah, I don't blame me for wanting to play that one. But, I love Sekiro. Yeah, it's so it's so cool looking. It's I wish I had the like patience and um stick to itiveness to just finish any of these freaking games. Yeah, Although, that's fair. I, I've been playing the Demon Souls remake a little bit on and off, not so much recently, but I was playing it for a little while, and I've I was I enjoyed that quite a bit. It's a great remake, my God. Mm. <sighs> yeah. In anyway. uh, in um, Gecko update. Oh yeah. Um, the uh, so I don't know if I mentioned this last time or not, but at the end of April, there's like the big Pacific Northwest reptile expo uh and it so happens a friend of mine is like driving down to that area to visit family that weekend anyway so i'm thinking i might hitch a ride with her and go see the expo so there is a not insignificant chance that i could end up with a gecko at the end of april we'll see i'm only gonna i'm gonna try and only get a gecko if it's like exactly perfectly the gecko i want but um and not really gecko confirmed yeah, so we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. And uh but yeah, it's uh I don't know. I give it like forty percent chance I I come back with uh with a gecko in April. We'll see. Um I went to the Pacific Northwest Reptile Show website and they've got like exhibitors listed and the first one I see is Adelina's Axolotls. Oh yes. nice. 
Yeah, it's like a it's a reptile and exotic animal show. So a lot of the thumbnails have like uh like there's one with a fennec and I assume that nobody is selling fennecs for pets. I assume that's probably illegal. Um but that might mean that they have like animal rescues or you know like little like local zoos and stuff might do kind of like presentations and shows and stuff yeah. which I would go see a fennec. Yeah, that, that would sounds be... like fun. What if they let you pet it? What if they let you pet it? What if they let me pet it? Oh, man. Um, I think if then I... I could... That would be a bucket list thing to check off. Pet a fennec fox. Yeah. I I think if I got any, um, any, like, weird pet, I would want, uh, I don't think you can get... I don't know, like, if this is, a like, an actual species or if it was a mutation, but you know that furry lobster that they found I don't know several years ago um I don't remember if it was like at the bottom of the they found a furry lobster and I would like one of those as a pet it's just got like furry little arms um <laughs> I think I, I see a picture of it on Google um yeah. what is this guy why, why do you want this <laughs> I don't know I just think you? it would be I think it would just be a cool little guy to have around <laughs> <laughs> I, I have, mean, fair enough. I have sort of a fascination with, like, aquariums. I watch a lot of, like, aquarium YouTube when I'm, like, mm. not feeling good. I'll just, like, lay on the couch and put on aquarium <laughs> videos and just, like, kind of drift in and out of consciousness if I'm, like, sick or whatever. Um, I would like to have a cool aquarium, but I know that I don't. Like, I know that I do not have a lifestyle that is conducive to... A uh, very big, elaborate aquarium. So yeah, that's fair. Um, there's a there is a an aquarium YouTube channel that I uh, I don't think I follow. I think it just gets recommended to me periodically about this guy who um, rescued a, a supermarket lobster and oh. has been like keeping it in a tank and raising it. <laughs> that's cool. It's, it's very cute. I guess the opposite end of the spectrum is this other YouTube channel that I watch on and off. It's this, like, 20-something Japanese guy who just got, like, he just finished his degree in marine biology. And he lives, like, I don't remember what small island, I think, like, in the south of of Japan. Um, but, like, a really rural island where their main industry is fishing. And he does, he does, like, spearfishing. Um... And then he he just gets all of these strange, like, alien-looking, super exotic fish. And then uh, the hard part is he does really in-depth videos of breaking them down. Um, and like, oh, here's some parasites in the guts. And, like, this is what the scales and stuff look like. And then he cooks them and eats them if they're, like, not If they're poisonous. edible. If yeah. they're edible, and he says, "Oh, this is a good fish," or "No, this fish tastes like dirt." <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's... uh it's like marine bi- biology and uh, food review video yeah. in one. Yeah. It's, <laughs> um, I his name is Masaru. I don't remember if that's his channel name, but Masaru, the the fish guy. Let He's also just die. like a charismatic guy. And he does, like, like he'll go out to random little islands and be like, I'm going to survive on this island with nothing for, like, ten days. And, and it seems like every thumbnail, it's like, I shouldn't have done this. And he just keeps doing these survival challenges. I don't know. 
it's really amusing, but Leon. Yeah. Leon is the name of the lobster that was rescued from the grocery Leon store. Leon the Leon. lobster. Yeah. I'm gonna have to uh, look at that. The the channel name is uh Brady Brandwood. So right. just like just some guy. I don't think I think this was just like a video he did kind of on a on a whim and it like blew up. Um so I like he has a very like charmingly low budget video style. <laughs> See like um, keeping a grocery store lobster as a pet. I'm yep. Just, this is making for really riveting podcasting. I'll watch this later. <laughs> yep. It's uh it's it's cute. It it reminds me a little bit of my mom's YouTube thing where it's like someone who's like not a super experienced like video maker but is doing their best kind of thing. Doing their best and and just having a good time with it. Yep. And just really proud of their lobster. So Yeah. It's it's cute. It's very sweet. Uh anywho. <laughs> Shall we talk about our game that we played? Yes. I think I think we've eaten up enough time. <laughs> uh, yeah, we played uh, Teardown by Tuxedo Labs. Um, it's a game about stealing stuff and destroying things. Yes, um, uh, it's a uh, it's still an early access. Yes, that is correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anything we say here, take with a grain of salt because it is you know potentially may change before. Uh, before the final release. Yeah, we we broke the early access rule because, uh, according to the devs on the Steam page, the full campaign of the game is in is in there now, um, and I think it's at least in terms of content, like relatively final. Um, I don't know what they're yeah, continuing but... to do. Like they've they've been yeah. adding sandbox stuff. Like they added an object spawner to the sandbox mode pretty recently. So I'm not sure like what what the rest of the roadmap looks like but yeah so big big asterisk on it you know we think it's we're probably getting a somewhat uh like reasonable experience slash view of it but things things may be subject to change yeah um yeah so teardown uh i feel like um this game is redneck hitman um so it it has a lot I feel like in common with Hitman. It has this kind of uh structure of you get dropped into a level and then you like you know plan out what you're going to do, kind of scope out the situation, look for like opportunities and um and and plans, you know like uh, uh like weaknesses basically, things you can exploit. Um, and then you, you know, pull the trigger and try and, like, execute what you're doing, and you have a usually limited amount of time to get in and safely get out to the escape vehicle before you're caught. Uh, but instead of being, like, a super slick, super cool, stealthy spy assassin, you are, uh, like, a guy with a demolition company who's, like, breaking windows and throwing safes into lakes. Yeah, and driving cars into... Driving cars into the ocean, you know. Yeah, you are you are not subtle. <laughs> you are not like <laughs> low key. You are like it's it's very difficult. It would be very difficult to get through this without like horribly breaking something unintentionally on any given level. Yeah, I, I. It's so funny to me. It's like, oh yeah, you got to break into this place at night and do this thing. 
why are there not any guards anywhere? There's always like a guard house, but there's never any guards. You would think that there <laughs> you would think be that like the third, the third or fourth time that someone like drives a truck through the side of one of your buildings, you would get somebody to like be on watch. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, we're it's... just gonna install little alarm systems. That's fine. I like when they like drop you and into a map and then goes like, yeah, you need to be sneaky and steal these stuff. And the first first thing you do is just grab your mallet and smash the wall. Yeah, you gotta make an escape room. <laughs> the escape room is smashing a hole in the wall, like, 90% of the time. Yep. <laughs> Which, yeah, so it's, it's kind of, like, fun. And uh, so this is a uh, first-person voxel game. Uh, so... Part of the a big part of this game is kind of like a goofy physics sort of thing, where um, you know you are you are trying to execute a thing, but it's all you know like you can you can bash a hole in the wall, but whether whether you can fit a safe through it might be dependent on like exactly which part you bashed or like how <laughs> like how many floorboards you left intact or um, so it's it's you know it's uh I would say a reset heavy game where yeah. you like you you know. You bash a, a hole in the wall and you go, mm, that hole is not exactly the right shape. Let me reload and bash a different hole in the wall. Yeah, it's, it's a game where the levels are sort of completed in increments until that last little push. Yeah. Most, so at, in the first few, the first few ones are easy. You're just kind of like, um, you know, accomplish, like wandering around the map and, and like accomplishing these goals. But pretty early on, they introduced the these uh, the system of alarms, where if you break an alarm wire, um, then you have sixty seconds to get out before uh, the you know cops arrive and and you get caught. So usually, um, usually what you you most of the game is trying to arrange the level in such a way that all of your goals are like nearby each other or you have a quick enough way to get from one to the other that you can do all of it within 60 seconds um which might yeah, mean like lifting a th a thing and it's um and it's alarm uh like with you and physically carrying it so it's in closer proximity to another thing with an alarm it might mean like parking a car in the right space so that you can like quickly go from one spot to another um, like there's a lot of there's a lot of like prep involved in in preparing for that last sixty seconds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot, a whole lot of strategic vehicle placement. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, just at every point where you need to go from one place to another quickly, um, because you can't you don't have time to get one car, drive it over here, park it in a way that it can be driven away later. You just take the car, you bail out and let it run into the wall, and then you have another yep. car parked that is pointed in the correct direction. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. it's sort of like a puzzle game in that yeah. sense. Yeah. Which is what I feel like a lot of the, um, like, the, the more recent Hitman games are. Um, yeah. It is just, you know, okay, I'm gonna look around, I'm gonna see what's happening, and I'm gonna figure out what the best way is to proceed based on where people are going to be and when they're getting to places and, you know, what the threats are in the area and the layout of the map. Like, how do I get out of here, you know? So, yeah, very, very puzzly. 
Yeah. I, and it gets pretty hard. Like, I don't think any of us actually finished the campaign. It's longer than you would think. Yeah. Um, but the uh, by the time I had got to, I was like, I don't, like, I'm not sure I even know how I could do this all in 60 seconds. Like, this seems like a pretty dense little town. Um, but, yeah. yeah. And there's and sometimes there's, like, uh, they, they'll switch it up a little bit where... Like, your goal is not to do a bunch of things within 60 seconds. It's just to destroy something in the map to, to a certain point. Yeah. Um, there was one really fun one, um, which where you're, uh, you're trying to collect a bunch of things from around the map during a thunderstorm. Uh, mm -hmm. And the lightning keeps setting things on fire and the fire alarm will go off if the fires get too big. Yeah. So you can delay it by consistent, like constantly putting out the fires as they occur, which is sort of the opposite of what you're usually doing. I like, I like that just as a mechanic, um, because man, I was very diligent because that's, there are several levels where the, the fire alarm is like kind of the only thing that's going to, cause you problems so if you're just careful about fires you have all the time you need to yeah do what you need to do and man i mm, i had that fire extinguisher like ready to go at all times yep yeah so the premise is that you work for like a small demolition company that's kind of hard up for money uh, and one day this like skeevy land baron type guy who owns a mall uh hires you to like under cover of night uh, destroy this little historic site so that uh, he can expand his mall onto that land. Um, yeah, he doesn't and... tell you it's a historical site. You get there and there's you, you you can miss it too. There's just a sign that says like, "Here's the historical like the heritage center for the town." Yeah. Um... Yep. <laughs> yeah, and I I felt like real <laughs> shitty doing that job too. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to destroy a historic site. Uh, but yeah, so then you get um, you get caught up in uh, like the someone from basically like a police force like messages you that like, hey, we caught you on camera, but we'll let it slide if you do this like secret job for us, like helping us uh, like um, catch this guy. And you also end up doing jobs for that guy's rival. And that's kind of I think the bulk of the missions are. It goes back and forth between, um, like, a few basically just really shitty businessmen, yeah. and you're just wrecking their shit, and they each think it's, like, the other one who's doing this, which it kind of is, because they're the ones hiring you. So they, they're each using you to get back at the other <laughs> over and over. The uh, there's, a, there's a level where you steal some paintings from a guy's, like, house, and then in the next level you immediately steal them back from the other yeah. guy. It's this is pretty great. Yeah, I love the like the back and forth. Like, okay, we're gonna steal this guy's cars. Oh, this guy stole my cars, so now we're gonna wreck his cars. Okay, well, this <laughs> we're gonna steal this guy's art because he wrecked my cars. Uh, yeah. And now you gotta steal my art back because this asshole stole my art. Like, I love the you're you're just playing every single side, and then the police lady is looking for dirt on both of these guys because they're obviously doing like shady business deals. You're just you know, I feel like at some point someone should have figured out, hmm, it seems like all of these, uh, all of these incidents have the exact same M.O. Yeah. Hmm, 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 let's think about that, but, um, 
Yeah. And I mean, like I said, n- none of us finished the campaign, so maybe that does happen. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's un- yeah unknown how the story resolves. You'll have to play the game yourself if you want to know how that all comes to a head, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I played this, I've only, I only ended up playing like five hours of it and it was across like a number of sessions, uh, because as it turned out, like this game just for whatever reason really fucked with my first person nausea issues. Um, and I'm not like, I don't know why they have all the tools that you need to have for anti-nausea stuff. Like you can turn off the head bob, you can like adjust the FOV, you can, you know, like, turn off, on and off, all of their, like, little visual effect stuff, but for whatever reason, like, I had to have ginger ale with me uh, at all times, and so it, it was rough for me to play. Do you think, I I was thinking about this, and I wonder if it's, like, maybe the the fact that it's all just tiny voxels, like, I don't, I mean, you've played quite a bit of Minecraft, and Minecraft doesn't give you any issues, right? Yeah, it doesn't. So I wonder yeah. if it's, like, all of the tiny straight i'm just thinking about like back in back in long history ago when i was on really bad medication uh i would like if i skipped a dose i would get like weird like i would get brain zaps and weird little like visual wiggles and i noticed that my visual wiggles were always worse when i was like in uh like i would notice it at school because there were some brick walls like, some of the hallways were, like, brick where there were add-ons, and I would notice it, like, when there were a lot of straight lines around is when my, like, weird little vertigo vision wiggles would be the worst. That's the only thing I can think of, but who knows? Yeah, it might be that. It might also be there's a lot of switching. Because when you, whenever you get into a vehicle, it switches to, uh, like, a, a high-level third-person mm-hmm. view um, at a distance so you can drive the vehicle for a... Very limited definition of drive. Um, yeah. And so that, that constant switching back and forth might have a lot to do with it. Because um, the, there is a big, like, swoop out whenever the camera switches. Yeah. Um, yeah, the voxels might have something to do with it. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, yeah. no, it's, uh, the, it has some of the the worst driving controls of like anything I've ever played, but I'm pretty sure that's intentionally so. Like it's part of the like hilarious dumb physics type thing they're doing that it's very hard to like intentionally drive a vehicle. Yeah, there's uh, there's a lot of stuff that seems like chaotic by design and the the vehicle control is one of the things that really feels like it yeah, like it plays sure. into that. I mean, the core concept is like destroy stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it, it wouldn't make some sense. Yeah, also, so... I, I I will give them kudos. There are um a, there's a huge variety of vehicles that you can drive, um and not just cars, but also like heavy heavy equipment machinery, and a lot of that is functional. Like you know the cranes, you can you can move the arm of the crane, and like uh, like you can control all of the machinery in the way that it's meant to be used in a limited capacity. Um, which gives you a lot of cool options in some levels, um, yeah. and that's, you know, that's yeah. I'm there sure was a lot one of work where I, uh, that. there was one where you had to get a safe to a thing, and uh, they they give you one of those little um, whatever whatever it's called, earth mover maybe the the like truck with a little like bucket scoop on the front. Yeah. And so I like I like uh, backhoe maybe backhoe. Um, 
So, yeah, I, like, bombed the wall next to the safe, drove the backhoe up to it, lifted the scoop onto the, like, like by the, the, the hole in the wall, dragged the safe into the scoop, and then, like, drove the backhoe down the street <laughs> with the safe yeah. in it. Yeah, I, like, I, I really, it was fun anytime the solution or one of the solutions ended up being, like, just take this whole thing and put it in another vehicle. I don't yeah. know, there's something satisfying about that. Yeah, like, because there's a lot of times where it's like, hey, you have to steal, um, you know, this, like, boat or whatever. But the boat happens, or, like, you have to steal, no, you have to steal this, like, um, like GPS emitter thing that's on a boat. But, and if you, once you take the GPS emitter, like, the alarm will go off. So what you do is the boat, the GPS emitter is on a boat, and the boat is hitched to a trailer. So you just drive the trailer with the whole boat, like halfway across the map. So it's yeah. next to the other boat that has a GPS transmitter in it. And then you just hop from one to the other and get both. Yep, exactly. I I liked the um the levels in the marina where there was something on the big. There's like typically there's like a big boat in the harbor, and boy howdy, can you drive that big boat? Um, and I, I got a lot of satisfaction out of just, like, dumping that big boat, <laughs> like, along my route where it needs to be. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah just... there's there's some, definitely some, like, fun chaos to be had um, with some of this. It's, there's some stuff that, like, feels like it should be really fun and satisfying, but is, like less than i want it it's like it's it's really fun when you have an idea of how to do something like clever and dumb but most of the time it's like just like like 12 percent too hard to execute exactly how you want it right yeah yeah i agree it 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 does feel really great when you manage to pull it off but a lot of times when you aren't able to pull it off, it doesn't always necessarily feel like it's your fault. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, which can be frustrating, definitely. Um, this is also, like, I, my issue with this game is that I, like, I am, like, too meticulous, and if I flub up even a tiny bit when I'm, like, you know, racing against the clock, it's like, oh, I gotta start over. Like, I just, I gotta yeah. start over. Like, oh, I flubbed it up, I gotta start over. Yeah, if there's, like, uh, later on, they end up giving you, like, a lot of, like, there's a main objective and then a series of optional objectives mm-hmm. you can do if you have time. I think I got maybe one optional objective once. Uh, I almost never got any of the optionals. I should have not tried to do as many of the optionals. I I didn't do all of them in every level, but I managed to do most of them in most levels. Um, if that makes sense. Yeah, which... I, I got the impression that I was not playing it super well, which I think might be the case, because like I I usually barely got out in time even with the uh with only doing the main goals. So Yeah, it's Yeah, I never focused on the optional, but if they were like really close I might Yeah, grab dart over and well. grab one. Yeah, yeah it's just it, it it felt like to me like oh here's these optional objectives it's like well those are still objectives i got to go for them even if they're optional like yeah. i don't know it felt like when i when i just ignored them completely i felt like i was playing the game wrong um even though they are optional i should have just yeah. i should have just cut my losses and gone for it i think i 
I made it more frustrating for myself than it had to be. Um, yeah, I really know. wanted I really wanted the ability to carve out strategic parts of the wall that have an alarm tied to it and just carry the whole part of a wall in one of my big trucks <laughs> along with whatever it's attached to over yeah. to something. But I was never able to make that work, unfortunately. Yeah, I tried that a few times, too, and had the same disappointment. <laughs> yeah, there's a... Uh... There was one really fun... So there's like a few different maps and that you revisit a bunch for a bunch of different... Because, uh, you you know, each one is usually like the home and then workplace of the one of the like like bad guys. Um, and there's one... I think it was the art theft. The first of the art theft missions that was really cool where there's like two like really fancy uh, buildings that are connected by just like this little spar that's like on the second floor. And so what I ended up having to do was, like, bomb through the wall on one side of the spar and break a window on the third floor on the other side of the spar. And then I was just trying to run across the spar while my timer was going. Yeah. It was pretty great. I am always very impressed by how quickly they managed to rebuild everything the next, the very next time you show up there. Yeah. Um, well, they got lots of money. They can hire. Yeah, apparently, apparently. We're also, we're also like, in addition to getting money for ourselves, we're clearly like funding a lot of construction companies in the area. Yeah, so, you know, that's true. We're we are job creators. We're the blue collar heroes, really. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of funding, there's um, there's also in in all the levels, there's just like random things lying around that you can steal, um, and that gets added to your money along with you know, whatever you're getting paid to do these nefarious acts. Um, and those are used to upgrade your your toolkit. Uh, yep. So you start off, I think you start off, you just have the sledgehammer, the spray paint, and the fire extinguisher, and the blow yeah. blowtorch, is that it? Or do you get the blowtorch better? I think you get the, think you you get get the blowtorch better. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, so you start off with just a few things, and as you go through the levels, you know, you get... A shotgun, you get some pipe bombs, you get um planks. I love the planks. Uh it's I was not the... able to do much, like to be very effective with the planks. They always seemed like such a good idea, and then I would try to use them and like be very bad with them. I used the planks quite a lot. Mm-hmm. The planks to me are the epitome of the, the redneck aspect of this game. Um it's it's just the the visual of like I need a quick way into this into the second floor of this building, so I'm gonna blow a hole in it. And I'm gonna stick a piece of wood up there so I can catwalk my way up. Like it's yeah, I don't know. Just the visual of that is like, man, this is some some real low rent shit, and I love it. Yeah, I mainly use the planks to like push like a safe out of the window. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I and you can. That. You can, like, use the planks to connect, like, a heavy object or a vehicle to, you know, another, like, big piece of heavy machinery so you can move things around more easily. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I, could, could, I didn't, I yeah, I didn't use, I didn't use that, like, I found that to be kind of hit or miss in how well it worked. Um, I could have just not been doing it right. I forgot or maybe that it's something that, that I needed all. to practice. Yeah. Um. That's, and then um, so you get all of these items that help you with you know destroying things and getting around to the levels, 
Uh, and then your money goes into upgrading them, so you can, like, buy additional capacity for your shotgun, or you can make your shotgun more powerful, or you can buy more fuel, or increase the fuel capacity for your, um, your blowtorch. Um, yep, that was my, of... my primary expenditures were blowtorch fuel and number of pipe bombs. Yep. Oh man, I was so excited when I unlocked pipe bombs. I'm like, yeah, that's gonna make making holes in walls a lot easier. Yeah, pipe bombs, um, I, I think anything explosive was my main cause of death or failure. Uh, failure by death. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, yeah. they're... You, can, you definitely can explode yourself. Yeah, and anytime there, often... there were... Yeah. Um, There's often explosive things in the environment that you can accidentally set off if you're not careful as well. Yeah, they're, you know, they're there so you can intentionally set them off. But a lot of times you will just end up accidentally setting them off. I, the, uh, the level where you have to destroy the tower, um... <laughs> There's like that truck full of propane tanks, and it's like, oh yeah, let me just drive that over there. If you drive too fast, all the propane tanks explode and you die. <laughs> I see. Yeah, no, I, I what I did for that one was I planted a bunch of bombs like around the base of the tower, um, and got it to, uh, like fall. But the problem is it falls like straight down basically, yeah. so it's still too tall. Um, but then I brought over, like, the wrecking ball crane and just knocked holes in the side of the, like, falling over part until it, uh, until it completely fell. I did have to go, it's, it, part of the top of it is held up by these, like, air ducts that go mm -hmm. into a thing at the top of the tower, so I did have to, like, climb a bunch of places and blowtorch through those air ducts, but... Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you, <laughs> I did the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah. Um... It's uh, it's funny you described this game like before we started it as a a heist simulator, and like, I could see that description like from a distance, uh, but that's like giving it so much more credit <laughs> than like yeah. it's a it's a B and E simulator. It is absolutely <laughs> like yeah, a, a lot of the like the gameplay that I have seen of this game previously was of people who were really into like plan out my route and it, everything's gonna go off without a hitch and having like really really highly choreographed um you know routes that they take through yeah. the levels to, to the speed, achieve the their objectives runners i'm sure yeah. are like i'm sure the speed runs of this are a sight to behold i'm sure yeah um and that th that was a lot of the uh the early impression that i had of this game um it's it's a, a lot more loosey-goosey than that yeah that is yeah it is it is not that thing um yeah it's it's uh, i think this is gonna make a for a really good streaming game right like this seems like exactly the sort of game that's like really fun to watch someone do with a sort of controlled chaos kind of thing and watch things go hilariously wrong and like watch people try and plan out routes and maybe help them plan out routes and things like that um, I could see this as, like, a very fun communal game. I think it's... As you said, like, it's it's very satisfying when you pull it off uh, when you're playing by yourself, but it feels like it, it takes too long to to get to the point where you can pull it off. Like, the execution of everything is just too fiddly, and 
like, and difficult to coordinate for the type of thing they want you to do. Like, dumb, dumb bad physics is fun and funny, and, like, trying to coordinate a bunch of, like, separate things to, like, plan a route is, like, interesting and cool, but the two often don't really play very well together. Like, they're mm -hmm. kind of at odds a little bit, I think. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, this... Yeah, I... I don't... Like, I'm enjoying the game, but I find that I have to be in sort of the right headspace for it. Like, it's a, it's a very intentional experience. Like, you, you go in and you have your objectives, and it's like, okay, I'm gonna plan this out. I'm gonna plan this out, and I'm gonna execute it. And... Um, I'm not always in. I'm not always ready to do that. I guess. Um, and when I'm ready to do it, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun and it feels good to pull it off. But uh, sometimes I don't want to do that much thinking when I'm playing a yeah, game. Yeah, and I I like I feel very like harassed and anxious with the time pressure that comes from breaking the alarm, mm -hmm. and like that's I don't know. It makes me feel less like I'm doing a cool thing and more like. Uh, I'm just like you know, uh, I'm I'm just like under under pressure, which I don't I don't appreciate. Yeah, I will say I didn't play with sandbox mode at all, and I don't know if there's like much to do in there besides just destroy things. Um, yeah, I liked the levels where you don't have a time limit, where it's just like okay, your goal is like destroy this building, and you win once it gets below a certain height. And you can take as long as you need. Like that, that was fun. I, I, I think those were some of my favorite levels. So, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna get, get give my take on this, and it's yeah. a really unfair take, really, because I want the game to be something it's not. But That's fair, I yeah. want this game to be more heisty, more sneaky, have some sort of like tension of being able to like get caught or because yeah. yeah. Because you can do whatever you want. It doesn't matter as long as you mm -hmm. don't like trigger the alarm. Yeah, I. You I can know. you can blow up blow up five houses, no problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and again, none of us finished it, so I. It's entirely possible there could be something like in the late game where they're like, "There's a sound based alarm on this level, and like if you make any noises too loud, like you've." set off the alarm or something like that yeah. uh, or you know there's spotlights on this and if anything like unusual like drives or walks through the spotlight then like you fail or whatever um, but if so uh, none of us played far enough to encounter it <laughs> yeah and that's why but that's yeah, why it's... I do kind of want to keep playing it just on and off because I am interested like I feel like there there has to be more that we just haven't um haven't gotten to almost um just yeah. because there is so much potential um i i i saw in one of the um one of the mission titles in the second half there's like some something to do with like robotics <laughs> i'm like that sounds interesting yeah um, so i i'm i'm like i'm going to probably keep playing it here and there just cuz i want to see what's what you know what else there is yeah, I mean, giving you more failure conditions like that definitely would break that sort of rednecky kind of feel of like, listen, I am not a precision operator, and I am never going to be a precision operator. I am like, I have, there is a window here, I have a sledgehammer, like, this is, 
there's a certain way this is going to go. Yeah, they really yeah. set a lot of the tone by giving you the sledgehammer as your kind of your only option right away. Yeah. Um, so, you know. Yeah, like, later, later on, you can, like, blowtorch the locks off doors and, like, sneak into a locked building. But early on, it's like, smash a window, grab the thing inside, and run. Yeah. I love the blowtorch. The blowtorch blow is great. Yeah, the blowtorch is a good is a good thing. The the problem with the blowtorch is that it can occasionally cause fires, so you have mm-hmm. to have the fire extinguisher ready. Um, but it is uh it is very useful in a lot of cases. Yeah, it gets you into fences. It gets you past doors. Um, it you know breaks like large ducts and uh, and some like rebar type things and very handy. Absolutely. Um, I also didn't. I didn't expect myself to like when they gave me a shotgun. I'm like, oh, why would you give me a gun? Like that seems like the worst. But you, you like everything else. You use it to blow big holes in things. So yep. it's like, oh, I need an exit. Let me just blow a big messy hole in the wall here. I yeah, never I don't... used the shotgun. I don't think. I would use I... the shotgun like. For basically for that, for I need uh, uh, I need a door to be here where there's not a door. Um, but that's kind of the main thing that I would use it for. Yeah, I used it for um, basically like if I if I do a pipe bomb and it blows me a door someplace and it's not quite the right shape, you can kind of use the shotgun along the edges of the hole to shape it the way you need it to be. Yeah. It's a weirdly the shotgun is slightly more precise than some of your other tools. Yeah, somehow. Which, which is not a, a statement you get in a lot of games. <laughs> yeah. How many like uh, tools did you guys get? I think I read somewhere that there's like 19 total or something like that. Yeah, like, I'm looking at it now. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah, I think I ended up with. Seven, something like that, maybe by the end, by the time I I was done. Let's see, because I I know I had um the so you start with like the spray paint, the fire extinguisher, and the sledgehammer. Um, I know I got two different kinds of guns, um, and the pipe bombs and the planks. So that's seven, and I want to say there was one more thing, but I don't remember what it was. If so, let me yeah. What's the look- uh, bomb? Yeah, there was there was the bomb. I think they give you the bombs in the the level where you have to destroy yeah, the tower. I was, was going to say that's that's the the bombs are like a yeah are like a level specific thing that you you have in that level, and then you unlock the pipe bombs immediately after that as mm-hmm. kind of like a lower lower impact version of those bombs. Uh, there's both pipe bombs and bombs. Yeah, but are can... the bombs are the bombs like a permanent unlock or are they only for that level? It's a reward at least. Okay. So, so maybe you, I assume maybe you get, I didn't get it. Maybe you do get big bombs later on. What else is on yeah. the list? Oh, well, it, uh, in explosives, there's pipe bomb, bomb, rocket, and nitroglycerin. Oh, fun! <laughs> um, there's cable, um, which I think works like sort of like planks. Yeah, that seems. Uh, yeah, I bet you use that for like tying things to other things. There's a leaf blower. 
Yeah, I'm um, curious as to what that would be used for. Like, push object, remove snow, and boost fires. Boost okay. fires, okay. <laughs> or when you really need to burn some shit down. There's a vehicle thrusters. Oh, oh god. <laughs> oh god, because those, those vehicles really need more... More weird acceleration. Yeah, there's a hunting rifle, which I have no idea what you do with that. Uh, extremely precise weapon. What? You, uh, special ability to penetrate through multiple obstacles at once. I don't. Okay. I guess if you like wanted to, if you had the thing hanging from a cable and you wanted to like sever the cable or something, maybe. Yeah, maybe that makes sense. Uh, what else looks Finally, interesting? Finally, there's Blue Tide, which use to gain increased mobility, speed, and jumping. Oh, huh. that's the like energy drink or whatever that's being produced yeah. uh, as part of the. There seems to be some kind of weird ongoing conspiracy thing that you're uncovering as part of the story. I think the last level I did involved uh, you were in a little town that had like the Blue Tide factory or whatever. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, there was there's a great there was a great part of that particular route where I needed to um like you know my entrance to a building was like on the top floor and then there was like a, a laptop I needed to get to in the basement. So I just blew a, a hole through the floor so that I could drop down to, to like two floors to the yeah. the one below it. Like that's fun. Yeah, a lot of a lot of destruction of floors, definitely as well. I mean, it's, it's there's all there, there's not elevators everywhere. Sometimes you need to make a, a hole to go through. Yep. It's fine. Yep. But you're yeah. not. You're certainly not going to like, you know, go all the way around the building, down some stairs, and like in through the other side, like. That's no, 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 uh, no. that's so slow. You Absolutely need to do not. That. But yeah, I am looking. For, I will admit, like as much as I don't think I'm gonna keep playing this game, I am very much looking forward to watching speedruns of this game. Yeah, I hope it. I hope it is at a at a GDQ in the near future. Yeah, I'm Jesus. sure that would be nuts. I just looked at how many vehicles there are. There's like a lot. 58. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Well, I mean, that even on that one me. guy's property alone, he has, like, seven different types of cars. Yeah. And I guess, yeah, they are all unique vehicles. I mean, yeah. there's probably not. Like, the different types of cars. I'm not sure if they're different. I mean, hmm. like, the definitely, like, the Jeep and the sports car and, like, the little compact have very different properties. It's like, the, the sports cars are, like, real quick on the acceleration and, and like, steer at the, like, slightest touch. And the, uh, the compact has, like, trouble, like, going over grass and stuff if you, you can get it stuck if you, like, have a particularly, like, large rock on the ground. Yeah. But I'm not sure, like, the five different sports cars are different. Yeah. That might be true. Um, man, that's... That, that like, steel... There's one where you have to, like, uh... Drive a bunch of that guy's cars into the lake, and that, that one was interesting. 
um i i the they all like a lot of them when you first come in you think like this seems like really hard like how am i gonna do all of these um and i always ended up kind of like getting out by the skin of my teeth so i don't know if that's because i wasn't playing very well or um I don't know. That one in particular was was pretty difficult. Like I remember, I, I I never even managed to like get myself to a point where I thought I could feasibly get all five of the cars. Um, yeah. Or rather, there's one car that doesn't have a an alarm attached to it because it's like in the shop. So that one you can just take out and yeah. deal with it with it with no time pressure. But then the remaining four are like all over the map. I think I got yeah. I think I managed like three and I maybe could have pulled off another one. Um, but I chickened out and just like went for the escape vehicle. Yeah, that's fair. I did three and I didn't do the one in the shop. Uh, yeah, the one in the shop is great. Um, I guess theoretically... To to the I, I had to get the forklift to like carry it out because it doesn't have the wheels on it so you can't drive it out. Yeah, the first thing that I was doing was, like, picking up the tires and trying to put them on there. Like, that's gonna do anything. Um, you never know. We're but... about destruction, not fixing things. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I guess, theoretically, you could, like, put that car onto a truck or something. Um, but what I ended up doing was just putting that car on top of another smaller car and just, like, <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know, some kind of, like, turtle and just driving them both into the water. That was not a great solution, but it got the job done, so... Yeah, you know. I think I ended up doing something similar. Like, it wasn't... I think I did end up, like, using the forklift to put it on a truck or something, like, to that effect. Or I, I found, like, a big flatbed truck or a truck that ended up being a flatbed because I destroyed most of the roof of the truck yeah. um, and, like, backed it into the thing and then used a forklift to put it on the bed and then just drove the whole truck into the pond. Yep. Yeah, just whatever gets the job done, right? I keep saying ponder, like, it's the ocean. This is all, like, coastal, but... Um, yeah, the yeah. the the moment, like, the, the level early on where it's like, hey, can you dump this guy's safes into the ocean for me? I was like, alright, I understand where this game is coming from. Like, I get where what we're doing here now. Like, this is yeah. not gonna be... This is not gonna be cool, high, precise heists. This is going to be dumping safes into the ocean. <laughs> yeah, I do like how petty everyone is and how, like, every every objective that you get is just from some douchebag who's like, I want to make more money, or I want to yeah. build, uh, I want a space to put my yacht, or, you know, yeah. I don't want this guy's tower to be so big because he really likes it and I hate this guy. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Everybody's just yep. real mean. Yep. It's like, well, you're all paying me, and you're all terrible, so... Yep. Yeah, I was worried after the very first one that, like, it was gonna feel... I was gonna feel, like, kind of grimy doing it. For, for whatever reason, like, I don't feel bad being, like, you know, an evil underlord playing, you know, War for the Overworld or whatever. But I feel really shitty destroying, like, this little historic site that someone clearly cares about a lot like yeah right that's like well maintained and has little plaques about how special it is like i know it's that, very that made me feel like a shit person and i'm like i hope the whole game is not going to be this but like it, pretty quickly it becomes like you're just helping two petty assholes like wreak persistent vengeance on each other yep 
as it should be. And that that's a lot more like agreeable. And you like as <clears throat> between each level, you like respawn in your little. Um, you live in like a big, uh, like brick, like warehouse type building, like a loft sort of thing. Yeah, it's like um, not on a farm. It's like, like a big a barn almost. <laughs> there's like a train. Like I think there's train tracks going into it. So it's like a train yard that has been repurposed into this like demolition company's warehouse or something i don't i'm not yeah. fully and, certain uh, but... as you as you go through the levels you can like you you see like you start renovating the place like you get a little nice upstairs <laughs> like bedroom area and a little kitchen and like okay well you know they're paying for me to like build my house yeah and destroy each nice. other's houses yeah yeah that's fine they don't deserve those houses yeah, I mean, you have all of your demolition tools between levels, too, so you could pr presumably also destroy your own house if you wanted to, but, like, why would you? Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. If I only destroy like things destroyed. as I'm getting... Yeah, well, yeah. yeah maybe. If, that's, if, you're, if your main thing is, like, you feel good destroying things, you can destroy your own shit, too. <laughs> um, but, yeah. I don't know. I... I don't know that I like bl can blanket recommend this game. Um, I think it's uh, it's got a lot of really good qualities, but I think you you kind of have to be looking for a very specific thing to to play this game. Yeah, I I I agree. I will say I like I don't know. I don't know that this is necessarily like anything that I've really played otherwise. Like yeah, we said Redneck Hitman, but. It's also not really like Hitman at all. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like somewhere between like a Hitman and like a a Goat Simulator or some other like you know wacky physics game. Yeah, yeah, that's fair, but definitely um, um, an interesting experience. But yeah, I will say there are a few like real nice little touches. Uh, my favorite being when you finish a level. It draws a little red line of the route you took from when you set off the alarm to like when oh, you yes. hit the escape vehicle. And watching it draw that little line is like feels very satisfying. You're like, ah, here is the like the actual route that I pulled off in the end. Yeah, that replay uh was hypnotic. I would sit there and watch that thing loop several times before like before i exited the level every single time yeah um, you know i mean it's, it's like it, it also helps you kind of like bask in your sense of accomplishment a little mm -hmm. bit where you're like wow look at what i pulled off yeah um but yeah you know i i don't uh i don't want to like begrudge this game because i think it's it's trying something like neat and weird and different but i think it's probably it's like not for me yeah that's fair yeah. it's it has a lot of cool stuff but to me it almost felt like not like a tech demo but kind of like a tech demo yeah i kind of i see what you sort of mean like right the impressive part of the game was how technical it was mm -hmm. Yeah. And how how much sort of detail and and variety they can put into such simple tools of like little destructible voxel things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that is definitely true. Um, and like I think it's 
it has like some jank to it, but it's mostly like intentional jank. So I feel like I don't really feel like I can fault it for for that kind of jankiness. Um, it just it didn't all hang together in a way that kind of was more than the sum of its parts for me. Um, and like I said, I think in certain scenarios, like this is actually the perfect game. I think it's a great streaming game for like a large audience stream, right? Mm -hmm. Especially if you're like a comedy person. Um, uh, and I think, you know, it's the speed runs are going to be like utterly fantastic. But, but yeah, it is what it is. And I guess we got to like take it on those terms. Yeah. I think. I feel like it mostly does what it sets out to do. I, I think. I don't know. Yeah. It's difficult to say. It's it's difficult to sort of gauge, like, you know, I don't know exactly what the vision was when this started, you know, when this game came about. Um, but Yeah, if you're trying to make me feel like I'm doing, like, pulling off cool, uh, like, precise, clever, creative heists, it's not doing that. Um, if you are <laughs> trying to make me feel like I'm doing a, like, chaotic physics smash and grab that's, like, occasionally, like, pretty hilarious, it's definitely doing that. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Do we have much else to say about this one? I think that's kind of it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. We don't have to. I mean, what's, what they did with voxels and like how everything is destructible and there's a lot of lots of different types is really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, they they definitely pulled off a lot, right? Like, there's there's a lot of stuff that was like tricky and difficult to do that they that they managed and and you know reasonably, if not very well, in most cases. Yeah. Uh, so. You know, kudos to them. Uh, I hope the game does well. It seems like it's a, you know, it's it's very charming in its weird way. So, absolutely. Um, All right, shall I talk about what's next? Yeah, I think that's been teardown, or yep. at least what uh, we played of teardown. <laughs> yeah, you know. as as we said, like a, it's in, it's still in early access, and b, none of us finished it, so. You know, take our take our reviews with a grain of salt. It's possible it it gets very different in the second half. Um, it's possible it will be very different by the time it's released. Uh, yeah. But that's for you to find out. Yep, sounds good. What are we uh, playing next? Mean meanwhile, we are going to be playing uh, not for broadcast, um, which is a game where you run. You are like a a TV producer. So you run the, like, switchboard editing board for live broadcast television. Um, and you control, like, what's on screen uh, for a, like, totalitarian government propaganda channel. Uh, and so the, the way I've heard it described is it's kind of like, uh, you know, it's, it's got sort of a papers please kind of vibe. Where, you know, you have a job that is the thing you're supposed to be doing. But there's a lot of, um, like, narrative that happens over the course of the game that's based on, you know, what you choose to do and who you choose to side with and, like, how, uh, how much you, you know, toe the line versus go rogue, etc., etc. A bunch of different endings you can get, same kind of thing. 
but also apparently there's like a it's it's that except there's you know a bunch of different uh tv editing related mini games instead of a like match the ids mini game that you got from papers please yeah is um i mean this looks like another game with a lot of chaotic energy but um in a different way maybe yeah i i am going to say i hope it's not as much of a bummer uh <laughs> as, as papers please um see papers, papers please, please great game yeah i was gonna say papers please at least is like if nothing else it is a very like deliberate and effective experience for the thing it is trying to be um yeah absolutely it's it's yeah. just pretty bleak yeah, I'm not sure this is quite the same thing tone-wise. I think it might be different. Um, it might have a different feel to it. Um, but just in terms of kind of like the overall like systems arc of the gameplay, I think is is a similar type thing. But mm -hmm. we'll find out, I guess, because it's what we're going to play. Yeah. Sounds full good. motion video. Yes. Yeah, it does look <laughs> like it has has full motion video from what I'm seeing on the Steam page. So. Yep. The great renaissance of the FMV game. Yeah, really. I, I'm i fine with it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, and it seems like for a game that's, you know, literally about you're manipulating live television, why not have full motion video, right? Like, that's yeah. probably, like, actually cheaper, since a lot of them are just, like, people, you know, sitting behind news desks and saying things probably a lot cheaper to film that than to actually do like 3d modeling and animate everybody and oh yeah and a lot Absolutely. of voice acting and whatnot yep so it works yeah um i guess we can do plugs now uh yeah yeah hi i'm kelso you can find me on twitter uh, at kelso time bomb i think the most recent thing i did was tweet a picture of my cat nice that's about it <laughs> not a lot going on um and the feedback force podcast yes and the feedback force podcast uh at feedback force where announcements related to the podcast are or sometimes if i see like a really good sale on a game that we previously played that we all really liked um i'll maybe ping that yep yeah um and then uh let's see I am at Kyla underscore go on Twitter. You can find my game at Wintermore TC on Twitter if you want to, or you can just buy Wintermore Tactics Club um, on Switch and PlayStation and Xbox. Um, you, if you follow me on Twitter, uh, you may eventually get Gecko photos, but not yet. You now is just now is only Gecko Tank photos. Look, watch this space for Gecko content. Yeah, it's exactly. going to be one hundred percent. Yeah, Carl is Carl yeah. is going to be the uh, the overhyped game media of the Gecko project. <laughs> yes, ten out of ten. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and not even released yet. I'm Carl. You can find me on Twitter at skug3. And that's Skug with two G's. Yes. All right. Can I thanks. change that? <laughs> to annoy uh -oh. people? Uh-oh. Skug with an indeterminate number of G's. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this has been the low episode, low energy episode. Um, we're sleepy and sore and 
<laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah, and uh, we'll see you all in two weeks, question mark? Question mark, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll see you all in however long it takes us to play this game, probably. Yeah. Sounds about right. I don't even know how long this game is supposed to be, but we'll figure yeah. it out. We'll find yeah. we'll we'll figure it out along the way. Um, but yeah. that is it for now. So thank you for listening, and we'll be back eventually. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.